0: Welcome to
1: Hurt At Sports Radio. That's and Hall, all well, the Joseph, has stripped away, Tyson Walker, trying to create contact, leads it up for Hogard. Missing Rock, Cooper!
0: Walker, from the elbow, hits the jump in double figures, 29 straight games with 10 or more. Here's and he'll try the three, count it, and the foul. A punch inside, can't get it to go. Numbers for Illinois, and the finish for Rodgers. Good morning. Welcome in to Herd Out Sports Radio here on a Friday. I'm Robbie Lula. Avery Howard with me this morning. We're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. Avery, how are you this morning?
1: I'm good. I am good.
0: How you're you look a little chilly. <laughs>
1: As well. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like I'm uh... You're trying to make sure. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can up? hear you. Okay. Can
0: you hear yourself? Yeah, you I,
1: okay. yeah, I kind of feel like I'm on my way to, uh, or I guess maybe not on my way to, but a little PTSD from my college soccer as I have my
0: I'll parka say, on here. I noticed and the uh, the team I issue parka. I feel like a penguin.
1: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and like you, you. It's pitch black in the morning for morning. Workout or practice yep. And it's freezing And then you get to the locker room And you just kind of sit In the parka for a while You don't really change <laughs> yet Put the cleats on yet You just kind of sit And contemplate for a little bit
0: You just stare into the nothingness Like uh-huh. just at-,
1: at everyone Everyone's <laughs> just like
0: Staring straight ahead, wondering what am I doing here? (laughs) Yeah, people don't know this. I do that every morning. My alarm goes off (laughs) every morning. My alarm goes off at like five o'clock in the morning, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, "What am I doing with my life? Mm -hmm. Why is this happening? Why is it
1: pitch black?" And then
0: 30 minutes later, I'm ready to go, and I'm Uh like, "All right, let's go." But yeah, Yeah. there is that. There, you need that time to just settle in and be like, "Why is this happening to me?" (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I grabbed the park out of the closet this morning. I was like. All right, we're doing this. <laughs> yep,
0: we are on. Uh, if you're wondering, we're on day three here without heat in the uh, in the venue. Don't worry if you want to go to Hernet Sports Bar and Grill. That side of the the building <laughs> has heat. Uh, the part where we do a radio show does not have heat, so that is why we're still uh, we're not doing this show outside. Thankfully. Um, but it is – we're at, I believe, 58 degrees in here this morning. So, yeah. st- staying nice and toasty. Yeah, you could say. Uh, l- better than Buffalo, where, yeah. <laughs> where apparently they are once again asking their fans to scoop out the uh, stadium. Yeah. Uh, I – I'll be honest. I don't understand the mindset of people that's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going gonna to go. go volunteer for this. Mm-hmm. Now, I think they get paid a little 20 bit. 20 an hour. Which is not bad. That's that's yeah. like a nice little chunk of change. I think that's what I saw. I think they also get like a sandwich or something, which is okay, sure. Um, I got to be honest. I would need a lot more than that to do. To volunteer to shovel out a stadium.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I've never been to Buffalo, so maybe someone from New York can attest to this. But um, if the cold is anything like it is here... Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm out.
0: No, 100%. Yeah.
1: But if it's like a, I don't know if it is, like I said, someone would have to help me out here. But if it's like a Colorado cold where the snow's on the ground, you can enjoy the cold and it's not like. It's like 32 degrees numbing. outside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sh- I, I don't know. Yeah, I can help you, think, you out. You think, but
0: well, let's look it up. Let's see what the Buffalo weather is like. Like, what does it
1: feel like? That's what I need to know.
0: So it's 23 degrees air temp right now, it okay. looks like. So that's not terrible. It's going to get up to thir- uh Nope. It's going to get up to to like 24 today in Buffalo. So it's not like it is here. That's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, But it's not warm.
1: No, no.
0: I, I, yeah, I just don't understand the mindset of like, is it, do they just want to be on the field that badly? Is that,
1: yeah I guess I think that probably there's an appeal to it too I think it's probably that and there's just like you know some of these I did see some people talk about this in Kansas City last week that because the ticket prices dropped to where they did Mm -hmm. people that can't always afford a playoff game Mm -hmm. like this was their big game to be able to enjoy it and obviously it was freezing but they got to watch the Chiefs actually play a pretty good performance for sure you know there was that balance as well so unfortunately it was kind of a big sacrifice but I know there's probably a You know, a group of people that this is their everything, whatever their team is. Sure. And this is a big shot for them to go be in the environment and the atmosphere and stuff like that. So I'm sure there's that draw as well.
0: See, this is why I'm a basketball fan. You never have to go to an arena and scoop it out. Nobody asks you to do that ever. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I I I was trying to think. I was like, is there a team that I would do that for? And I think the answer is no. I don't think I would. Okay. Would you go scoop out like the Chiefs? Are you going Uh, to help them out? Probably not the Chiefs,
1: (laughs) no. But I don't know. If it was like... Dire need.
0: I don't know. Would you go help out? In a, I know you're, you're big Nebraska football, right? Like that's like your your. Yeah.
1: Only thing is, is, I know that like a four hundred thousand million people would jump in <laughs> line before I even said, "Sure, I'd help." So I don't know if they need me, but.
0: <laughs> fair enough. That's fair yeah. enough. Uh, we've got a good show for you on tap today. Um, coming up in a little bit, we will talk to. Uh, we'll talk a little college. Basketball with Brian Barton, or excuse me, Burton, Brian Burton. Uh, he's an analyst for ESPN and the field of 68. At 8.45, uh, we'll talk to one of my favorites, Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network, previewing the NFL weekend. And then, of course, we've got our Friday regulars, Mike Sodder, uh, our very own here from Hurtat Sports, covering Nebraska basketball and all things preps. And then we'll wrap up the show at 9.45 with Matt Verzal, uh, former Husker Uh, to wrap up our week but before we get to any of that kind of speaking of fan bases here I was you know we were talking to Cynthia later and she's this huge she's a huge Lions Mm -hmm. fan right and so I was like you know if the if if the 49ers don't make it which I hope they do and the NFC is kind of falling apart a little bit so I hope they do but if the 49ers don't make it, I think I could deal with the Lions having some success, right? Yeah. They're long-suffering fan base. Yeah. They're really not annoying. No. Because they don't have anything to brag about. <laughs> no. So they're, they're a very um, easy fan base to get along with. And they even last week after they won, they weren't like, I told you so, no. or nobody believed in us. They were just, I'm so happy. Yeah. So I could root for the Lions a little bit. I could deal with them. I was trying to figure out of the teams left who I would least like to have be successful in the mm-hmm. NFL playoffs, and I think it's the Packers. Yeah, that's fair. They're the most annoying ones left, right? That's great. I, I, really,
1: I was really concerned where you're going to go with that one, so I'm glad that's the, the direction
0: you went. Who did you think I was going to say? I thought
1: you were going to say Kansas City.
0: So I know a lot of people think Kansas City fans are annoying. Yeah. I understand that.
1: We had a long waiting period
0: yes i will say people
1: forget that (laughs) a lot
0: chiefs fans did go from like zero to 60 really Really quickly like they (laughs) were really quickly (laughs) they went from long-suffering fan base to how dare you ever doubt us and like super annoying really fast so i get it i get the annoyance yeah i do too but but i really like patrick mahomes yeah naturally i love andy Reid. yeah i know I am a huge Andy Reid dork. It's
1: hard not to like, honestly. He really is. He's pretty even keel. He yes. doesn't really insert himself in much of anything. No, and
0: he's he just does not take himself too seriously. No,
1: and he's all—he's a very smart football mind. That it, like you yes. can't—it's hard to argue with.
0: He's an incredible football coach. Yeah, I was when the Forty ers played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. What 2019? 2019, 2019 season? It was the twenty twenty playoffs. I was actually okay that, the four, that they lost to the Chiefs because mm-hmm. I wanted Andy Reid to get a Super Bowl that badly.
1: Yeah, in KC. And
0: I was, well, not even just in KC. I, I just thought, I was like, hey, he's too good of a football yeah. coach not to have a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, was, you kind of have those guys, whether it's, you know, you get a players a lot that, you know, end up without a championship or whatever, you know, people bring up. Like, Charles Barkley a lot. I'm like, he was too good not to win a championship, mm-hmm. whatever. That's how I felt about Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really want Andy Reid to get one. I figured Patrick Mahomes would have plenty of opportunities, so yeah. I wasn't super worried about him. But after all the, like, near misses in Philadelphia, I was like, man, Andy Reid really yeah. deserves a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, so I don't root against Kansas City, although I do get it. Yeah. I the. <laughs> yeah.
1: I understand. I just every once in a while people are like, you guys are just never had, I'm a, what, what, who who whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa we sure have but everyone also forgets well I think that that doesn't help that the time that the Chiefs were starting to kind of turn their corner mm-hmm. was right after the Royals had their two back-to-back things so mm-hmm. everyone's like you guys haven't had to wait for anything I'm like oh.
0: a whole <laughs> timeout
1: we're gonna go back one more time <laughs> let's
0: rewind a little yeah, bit here. yeah 100
1: percent. so and the the Royals had their we we saw it climbing we hit the climax and then we fell off the mountain yeah we did <laughs> fell so off the, the Chiefs really picked it up and whatever but um, so I can understand why people get annoyed too, but we, as a child, it was like, we're going to go to a Chiefs game with your brother's football team and be like, oh, can we just watch it at home. Where now it's like, oh my God, that's a. Yeah, going to you a know? Chiefs game. Yeah. Let's
0: go. Uh, what was that? Was that like the. This is probably too early. That wasn't like the Trent Green era, was it?
1: Uh it would have been like my childhood era was like Trent Green and then it kind of rolled into Alex Smith. Okay. But and then Al- there was
0: like a handful of randos in between them. Yeah, a
1: little bit. And then um, like a
0: Brody Croyle I think it was potentially... just sprinkled in there at one point. Touchdown! Yeah. King! Thank you Mitch. Yeah. He's yeah. incredible. I, but th- yeah. I also really liked Alex Smith cuz he was mm-hmm. a, a 49ers guy yeah. and I was like, yeah he didn't really get a great deal over yeah. there." Uh, so I always kind of rooted for Alex Smith as well. So, yeah, he's awesome. I have a soft spot in my heart for the Kansas City Chiefs, although I do understand most people's answer would yeah. be the Chiefs. Yeah. I also think this is weird because the Bills are a long-suffering mm-hmm. fan base. I also find them very annoying.
1: Yeah, they're they're mafia. Their Bills vibe.
0: mafia deal, like they act like they've won recently and they have not won recently. Yeah. I also need them to stop telling me that Josh Allen is good because I'm not sure that I buy it. No, I buy that he's good. I don't. They try and put him in the Mahomes category, mm. and those are not the same thing. Yeah, I I, I just can't deal with the with the Allen is you know as good as Mahomes. I can't do it.
1: Y- yeah, I feel like yeah that one's tough. I will say when you look at the last what is it four years now, mm-hmm. it, it's basically been a Mahomes Allen showdown to get there. So I feel like for them that might give. And I it's not just Bills fans. This is a lot of people, but they get in that conversation a lot. So mm-hmm. I think it might just start to feel bad because we're talking about these three or four quarterbacks in the same situation constantly, they're the same.
0: I get it. They're not the we're same. We're gonna do this <laughs> thing again yeah. we're gonna keep it. <laughs> there. I I can't I can't emphasize to you enough how they are not the same. Yeah. Um and we'll we'll get to this a little bit later. Shane, you don't have that audio yet, do you? I do not. No. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Uh there was we'll, we'll get to this a little bit later, but Amy Trask had an outrageous comment yeah on a, a radio show I believe uh, I couldn't find exactly where it was coming from uh, but it was tweeted out by a, a radio station in San Francisco 95.7 um, but I couldn't tell if they were just tweeting it out because she was being inflammatory <laughs> or if they were tweeting it out because it was on her on their air Do you want me to just play it as is How you sent it to yeah you? go ahead okay let me uh, let It's me. just like the first 10 seconds let me cue it up here okay So this is former radio CEO and current CBS analyst Amy Trask, uh, I believe it was yesterday on a radio show.
1: four games this week, that means we have eight quarterbacks. Did that math all by myself. Good girl. Four games, eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy
0: so it's crazy that's some. that's an absurd thing to say out loud yeah uh, not just out loud but like that's one of those inside thoughts where it's like oh maybe you think that that's not a thing you should say out loud if you're a respected football voice
1: yeah and unfortunately i just like hate that she <laughs> thinks that
0: yeah i don't To even, begin with i don't understand if that's like what you think like i listened to the whole clip that's that's in context uh,
1: yeah right like how, how it was presented like unfortunately i hate that that thought really crossed her mind I guess I mean I understand where people are coming from that it's like you know you weren't the top blah 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 quarterback and yeah. so when we mean seven terrific quarterbacks like sure but like it's like you need to like have a resume on <laughs> a snap of a It's <laughs> <fingers>. like <laughs> you know
0: yeah well I so I have a really hard time with this because she she goes on to say she kind of hedges herself a little bit she goes <clears throat> she goes on to say it's like I don't think he's bad. I think he's a good quarterback. I just think the other seven are better, which is a wild take. Yeah. Because I tweeted this out yesterday. Yeah. Tell me if I'm crazy or not, because I, I had a little pushback on Twitter. I mean, but I'll go look at it. One first. of them was from a Oklahoma Homer for sure. So I don't really care about that one. Shout out Oklahoma Tyler. I, I know you're probably listening. <laughs> but that the, I said there is not a team in the. You could take the other six if you want. Yeah. There's not a team in the league that takes Baker Mayfield over Brock Purdy.
1: I was looking at the other, like, maybe a Jordan Love or something even oh,
0: before I'd say.
1: For sure. Yeah, I guess it was interchangeable probably.
0: For my personal but preference, yeah. I'm taking Brock over several of the guys. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I don't think there's an NFL team in the league that could talk themselves into Baker Mayfield over Brock Purdy.
1: Yeah, not. I mean— Bakers had a good season but not to the extent of what Brock's done within the end of last year. Yeah, for the last year and a half. Into this year. Yeah.
0: He has lost 3 games. He's like 20 and 3 as a starter and is yeah. actually putting up good numbers, but also Baker Mayfield didn't have a job for a lot of the last like year. Right. Like no one like anyone this is how I know it's true cuz anyone in the league could have had him and he had trouble finding work. Yeah. Okay. And that was with options much less effective than Brock Purdy. Right. So, at the very least, Brock Purdy's seven on that list ahead of Baker Mayfield. But I agree with you. Like, Jordan Love's had a nice year. Yeah. I'll take Brock Purdy Purdy, over Jordan Love.
1: I'd say even Jared Goff.
0: I agree. I've got him over Jared Goff as well. Now, that's where it's like, okay, after that, a lot of it's preference, right? Um, Personally, I, prob- I mean, obviously, Mahomes and Lamar are no questions, right? They're ahead of everybody else. I know a lot of people are going to put Josh Allen up there. Josh Allen's a turnover machine. Yeah. He is a turnover machine. He's had, I think, 18 interceptions and four lost fumbles. So you're talking about 22 turnovers, and I think he's in the neighborhood of, like, 45 touchdowns. So it's basically for every two touchdowns, you have a turnover, turnover. which is not a good ratio. Not in today's NFL. No. We're not talking about, like, your Bradshaw 70 sealers or whatever. We could throw a pick for every touchdown you throw. That's not how it works anymore. (laughs) Josh Allen, I, like, yes, talent-wise, he's better than Brock. I'm not sure he's as good in the 49ers system as Brock is. Like, if you switch their places. Yeah.
1: I think, yeah, and I think Brock works for the 49ers because how the 49ers work.
0: Yes. Now, are there places where he wouldn't be as good? Absolutely. Yeah. And if you switch, like, C.J. Stroud yeah. and Brock Purdy, maybe C.J. Stroud's better. Yeah. Right? And if you put Brock Purdy with the Texans, maybe he's not as good. Yeah. But there's, at the very least, three quarterbacks on this list that I'm not taking ahead of Brock Purdy. Yeah. And you could probably talk me into, like, four. Yeah.
1: Someone says, tell me Jay love wouldn't be smacking fools with Debo, IU, and CMC. Yeah,
0: I don't think that's true. I don't think he's – I don't – think the way he processes the game is as effective as the way Brock Purdy does. Because we've seen other – I mean, we saw Trey Lance. We saw Trey Lance try and do this, who's physically way better. We saw Jimmy Garoppolo, who is physically really talented. Yeah. There's a lot – like, this isn't a system that everybody works in. Yeah. We've seen that. This isn't one of those things where it's like, oh, you just plug and play. Also, by the way, we never had this conversation with Kurt Warner. Mm-hmm. Everybody was okay that he had Isaac Bruce and Marshall Falk and Torrey Holt and Azakeem. Everybody was cool with it. And oh, by the way, the most innovative offensive system at of the time with Mike Martz. Yeah, we're just we were all okay with that. Mm-hmm. Every, yeah, he's great. Right out the shoot. undrafted arena league guy, no problem whatsoever. Wins the NFL MVP his first year in the league. I get he put up great numbers. I get they went and won the Super Bowl and it was terrific. Right was that any different than what, what Brock Purdy is doing?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not to, like, discredit the guys that are on this list and that are left, because I. it's not that they're not talented. I
0: like Jared Goff.
1: Yeah, I think it's just that for the resume and the body of work that Brock Purdy has put together, it's hard to say, there are seven terrific guys, and then there's this guy. Like, good luck, the 49ers. We're like, the 49ers right now are, are most highly projected. Yeah. With – Mystery Irrelevant you know so I think <laughs> yeah. that's the part I don't know so it's an interesting conversation because it's it kind of feels like a wild statement obviously he's not in the same draft class and ranking no. as the other guys but outside of that he's w- winning football games and getting his team further in the playoffs
0: and, and I mean okay so we'll, we'll talk about some guys that got kicked out of the last round like are you taking Brock Purdy over Dak Prescott because I would yeah. Would you take I and this one's harder, but Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts?
1: See, that's my tough.
0: That one. one's tough, right? Yeah. But it is a conversation. Yeah. That's where, like, so that's why that statement of oh, there's seven great quarterbacks and then mm-hmm. Brock Purdy. I don't know what she was smoking. <laughs> like, probably whatever she was she was smoking the same time that she was then when she uh, saw over the draft of Jamarcus Russell with the Raiders. Mm. Because that was on her watch. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we maybe trust her with quarterback evaluations so much. <laughs> four games
1: this week. That means we have eight quarterbacks. Did that math all by myself. Good girl. Four court games, eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy.
0: I mean, listen, if you want to lose games in the playoffs, that's fine. I'm going to take Brock Purdy. Yeah. That's that's fine. Uh, Tiger Shark Diver says, I wish Brock's brother was good at football, uh, specifically quarterback position. Uh, he might be. We don't know. It's just not going to be at Nebraska.
1: Yeah. We that just, seemed kind of harsh.
0: <laughs> Ouch. He might be good at football. We don't we know.
1: We enjoyed him for the few moments we had him. I will say. At, at the end
0: of the year. At the <laughs> the two games or whatever yeah
1: as as media members and fan base i think there was a spark of hope there for moments
0: i will say he is the quarterback this year i get get that he didn't win any games i get that he had some turnover problems. i think all of his games ended in an interception which is not a great look uh but i think i was the least worried with him at quarterback
1: yeah like when when we were at wisconsin in the start that he had to that game i think everyone up in the booth was like okay All right, that was some juice. Like, let's you know, and like, and then, what was the game right? What was the game right before Wisconsin? Was it Maryland? That he came in kind of towards the end of the game, and Uh, even just had a great drive. That was it, Maryland. I think it was. Either way, at the end of that game was, it was the marijuana. one that kind of solidified that. Yeah, like he's gonna get the go-ahead for and, Wisconsin. Yeah,
0: they ended up. Uh, he ended up throwing the the yeah interception thing. at the goal line. Yeah. There.
1: Either way. But
0: I believe it was he. In,
1: he injected some energy quite quickly,
0: and he looked competent. I mean, yeah. that's not to take anything away from. I mean, I, I'm. I, I will take something away from from Jeff Sims and and less to a lesser extent Harburg, but like he. Jeff Sims didn't look competent at any point this season.
1: Yeah, and I think yeah, we've 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 broken that one down a lot. But I think um Chuba was facing injuries that we knew yeah, them, of and yeah. it was kinda debilitating. And uh I think if we've talked about how important belief is on this team, this coaching staff. And I'm curious if he had more of the belief that he had at the end of the season within himself and from the staff, like what could have happened earlier in the year? Cause for the confidence that he had to start that Wisconsin game, it was pretty immediate. Like it oh, felt yeah. like he was in control. You could see it. There was no indecisiveness. Um, I mean,
0: he looked like a quarterback. Who knew yeah. what he was doing.
1: And going into that week, it was, we believe in you. You're our guy this yep. week. And I think all season long, they'd been trying to Figured that out, and Heinrich had gotten the belief at the time, which mm-hmm. is fine. He did what Nebraska needed him to do at points in the at points in the, se- points in the season. The
0: only quarterback to win any games last year.
1: Yeah, so I think I'm curious to see what happens, and obviously, there's nothing but the best of luck to Chuba and where he's headed. Because I would love to see him be able to piece together a season healthy and you know put together a good resume. I
0: also wonder cuz I know he had committed to San Jose State but mm-hmm. then their coach just left so yeah. I'm curious to see if he actually ends up there or not. I know uh, Brent Brennan ends up at Arizona. So, yep. The Purdies are from Arizona. Maybe he follows him to Arizona. Yeah. I it's uh, I'm I hope he does well though cuz mm-hmm. I I mean I liked I liked Chuba uh, here at Nebraska. I wasn't a huge fan of him when he was at Florida State. I do think he got a lot better when he got to Nebraska. So, um, we'll see here. But what I do know is that Brock birdie, not the eighth best quarterback in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. left. I can say that with confidence. Yeah. And I know that TK is blowing me up on, uh, on Twitter over here. I don't buy it. Um, I'm taking I'm taking Brock Purdy over Jared Goff every day of the week at twice on Sunday or Saturday in this case is the 49ers play on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, in 62 degree weather. Oh, it's gonna I I am gonna be real jealous watching mm-hmm. that one. Uh, coming up, we've got some college football news that I want to get to. Uh, you know, a lot of people go to college for nine years, and mostly they're tight ends from Miami. Apparently, <laughs> uh, we've got that and more coming up next year on Heard Sports Radio, AM 590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities.